welcome to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. How's everybody hey. doing this evening? Thanks for having me. I'm doing, doing great. Good. Doing good. How about yourself? Awesome. How have things been since? I think it was July. End of July is when I saw you. You were at uh, the Hemping in Texas. I was at the we threw. Texas, yes. Um, things have been really well. I've been doing different events uh, as my health permits. Um, because when I do an event like that, it takes, oh boy, it takes me at least a couple of weeks to get through it. Um, the after effects of my body hurting. Because, of course, I'm in pain 24-7. And um, I've been able to get out the word and communicate to people and let them know that, you know, I, and, and the good thing, well, not only to let them know that I'm not the only one. And the cool thing is when you find other people that have relatives that are going through the same path that I am, you know, and have struggled for so many years, you know, just on my own, you know. So things have been going well. I've been, you know, taking it one step at a time because that's that's the way it is when you're in pain with arthritis 24-7 and the fibro and that's not including the PTSD. You know, I'm not a soldier, but, you know, I I am a survivor. And uh, the cool thing is I since, you know, the bottom half of my body really doesn't want to work that well with me. um, I use my hands and my brain (laughs) and I started creating grinders for women. Actually, the idea came with uh, going to the corner store. I love Bob Marley. I love him. He, he, I mean, his products are amazing, but I wanted to see something for me, something that, you know, would show, show me and my personality. And that was jewelry. That was vintage jewelry. And that's not included. I mean, that's not, how do I say it? Um, that's including, uh, Swarovski crystals, pearls, um, turquoise i mean i've had so much fun with it and god has given me the hand to be able to do this and share this with women and really be able to talk to them you know and and share my feelings as well as hear theirs you know this is what i'm going through i'm not you know you're not the only one there's so many millions of women i could say billions that are going through this and don't know what's happening because there's many times where i'm hurting and i don't know what's going on but yeah uh, describe describe what it exactly is you have because you put it in your message towards us about um about your arthritis well my arthritis started when i was in third grade and my little body said no ma'am come back here my mother put me in gymnastics three two and a half months later i woke up with what i called marbles on my fingers uh, oranges on my elbows, uh, grapefruits on my knees, and the marbles on my fake toes. And it was where you see Nadia Comaneci, you know, I was in gymnastics, you know, I was I was enjoying it. I was at the part where you see her doing the powder and she's practicing and she does a powder like this. And I was getting ready to do the barbells. And the next day I woke up, I had done the barbells, as a matter of fact which was one goal. And uh, I woke up and I had all these knots on my elbows and my knees and my mother took me and uh, I was the, how do you say it? Test baby for Ecotrin. You know, I I had it in third grade 
And after that, it continued to when I was in 10th grade. And after 10th grade, I had to change schools because I couldn't do the stairs anymore. But that was also a blessing, too, because the other school I went to was really about fashion. And, you know, just my whole world of creativity started there, I believe. But yeah. yeah. And this is something that manifests different with each person as well. Um, I have rheumatoid arthritis. I got it while I was in the Navy and it went after my lungs of all things first. Mm-hmm. And then there's the issues you talk about where it's like your body just doesn't cooperate. Yeah. And it's like, I have random days where it's like, I feel immensely drained yeah. of like ever of just life. You're, you're uh, well, every muscle hurts simultaneously. They call it biomechanical, bio, what's it called? Biomechanical pain syndrome, you know, where you have it in different places. But um, yes, I've been to many many, many emergency rooms. Um, I was on mexotrexate and Embryol from 2020, let's see, 2015 all the way 2017. And I decided to go to Colorado because my daughter lived there and I went to Colorado. And um, my three emergency visits there were paid for. I thought was a fat was um, a grant, but it was actually foundations THC foundations and I haven't found my letters yet because we've been, I've been moving, you know, going place to place, but you know, it's one of those things where you go to the emergency room and you're seen and you're seen as a person as opposed to a, uh, a number, you know, um, I saw the tax dollars in Colorado work when I went to the emergency room yeah. the last time before I came home. And that was, um, Everything from the hospital being seen within five minutes, you know, being here in San Antonio where I waited for five hours and my dad took me to another hospital where I was on, you know, I was seen in an hour. It's like, but now it's even worse because everything's inundated. But what I want to talk to about also is the tax dollars and what is it done for other states, you know, what it can do for our state. Because there's so many people that are hurting. Everybody's going to the outskirts of Texas. You know, there's billions of dollars there that have already been generated millions, really. And it's really sad to say that nobody's listening. They're not listening. And the revenues are astonishing in all these states around us, you know. And my thing is, how do I speak loudly as a person, as a mom, as a grandma, you know, as somebody who... I mean, I've been in the public eye, you know, I've been there and I've been in the corporate world. (laughs) I've been there. And uh, the cool thing about it is that I've learned from it and learning from being in pain 24-7. I'm the poster child of pain. 24 seven. I had a doctor tell me, Miss Miss Mora, you're you're too pretty. You're too pretty to be in here. I see that there's so much wrong with you. And I said, sir, look at me really good. Okay, look at me. Okay. Because I may be really pretty, but I'm that poster child for 24-7 pain. And it's not fair. Um, I do see some doctors that are starting to, you know, support CBD in Texas. And a lot of my doctors understand why I went to Colorado to get off these medications because they were toxins in my body. And I want to ask you, you obviously have found cannabis uh, as a as a treatment. So explain explain to our our viewers and our listeners how how you found cannabis, what well, ways you used it, and and how it helped you. When I went to Colorado, I was introduced to a uh, solvent, 
a THC solvent because okay. I have hips. I have hips. I have knots on my hips. And if I do not use that THC solvent, the knots will come back with a vengeance. I've been battling this for a long time and the THC solvent helps. My doctor asked me, okay, Priscilla, so what is this supposed to pain? The pain pills. Okay, sir, you have me on 13 medications, okay? I'm on 13 medications and you want to give me the narcotics and the muscle relaxers and all that. That will take maybe 15, 20, 30 minutes to kick in when, you know, there's some THC gummies around that even the gummies, it's an instant release. It's not like I have to wait for that to release. Um, another thing with fibromyalgia is that you feel like somebody's pulling a rubber band really, really, really tight and they won't let go until something pops or or you uh, use the solvent, you know, on on your your neck or your muscles. I mean, this has been a blessing for me to be able to get off improv be able to get off you know those those medications are nasty (laughs) oh my gosh it it, it really is and it ate me up for a while you know so you know i just see the world as a place that we all have to educate ourselves i've done so much research you know on uh, that was my job i did research for companies but my thing is do not harness the word of oh you're just a pothead you know because it's not true my mother said as long as you graduate and you do something and okay if you are doing that then fine she said but you have to do something with yourself because if not you're letting yourself down you know so you know i i used to go to schools in laurel steel burbank high school and and show my paintings you know just you know, kids and and see the reactions of, oh, you, you know, you've inspired me to be a teacher. You've inspired me to be a designer or, you know, just everything that comes along with what I did before I got sick. Because I did have a stroke in 2012. Mm. Uh, I, I had a stroke. Um, I missed my mother. <laughs> and there was other things there that buried it all down. But I came back. A lot of people don't, you know, yeah. I, I'm I this is my year. I'm here. (laughs) You know, I just want to get the news out that we are sick and I am going to do what I have to do to fight for our right to be able to medicate ourselves and do what we have to do in order to have our bodies here on this earth, which is one, and be here for my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. You know, I want to do what my grandmother did for me, you know, I haven't thought to look into it with Colorado. Does Colorado tax the medical side, the medical purchases that patients make? Oh, does it tax the medical side? I've really looked really on that, that you know, that not just, oh boy. Because I know here in Texas, Texas, we don't, we don't tax the medical side. I know California yeah. doesn't either. Yeah, and, that's the, and, that be, and that becomes a tricky thing with, we want to collect tax revenue from it. We want to be able to direct it towards things we're lacking in. Yeah, But we've watched as states like California have had issues where they put a tax on it and it just drives the black market crazy. And I mean, like it fuels it. Well, well part of that is the, the size tax they want to put on, yeah. it. you know, well, it's, it's it should be no different than any other sales tax if they're well, going to yeah. tax it. Regardless of what tax they put on it, it's going to do wonders for Texas. I mean, I saw what it did for Colorado for me to go into a general hospital and wait five minutes as opposed to 
five hours. You know, and that's the thing. Their their rate is not anywhere near like what Chris was saying. The excise tax, like California's put on it, I think theirs is like at 35 percent. It's insane. Yeah. Basically, it, it got it got to the point where people went, "I'm not buying this here. I'm going to go grow it elsewhere or yeah. get an illegal grow." They put an illegal grow up, and we had to rep- I reported about two weeks ago about how there's a human trafficking issue going on in California where they're bringing immigrants from all the way from New York to run illegal grow operations. And the police were quick to admit they went, there's not enough licenses. There's not enough licenses because they charge so much and then they've taxed it so much. We can't grow enough to keep up with the demand. Like you said, the demand is there, but people are going, I'm not paying that for that, for those products. Yeah. It's the tax tax rates that are keeping the black market alive. That's true. And and it's really sad because our tax dollars could be working for us instead of yeah. against us. And mm-hmm. we could be a prosperous green state. And it doesn't have to be, you know, re- recreational. Give me medical. You know, yeah. I did go through uh, the Texas. Oh, God. Uh, our Compassionate Use Program. Compassion Act. And I, of course, I was approved. I did a class online. I did the the whole video, everything. And then it told me about the doctors. Well, the doctors was going to call me $300 every two weeks. That's not including my medication. And I thought, holy smoke. You need to find a new doctor. No way. Yeah. But that <laughs> was that, yeah. started. You know, okay. and so I kind of just stepped back and said, mm, I don't want this. You know, there's no way. So why not take the trip to Colorado? Why not to take the trip to the other states where we shouldn't be doing that? It's the logical sense would be, okay, tax it to where it's it's logical, to where it's reasonable, you know, do it. But then again, sometimes it's not fair, you know, and it's not fair to us. It's not fair to me or anybody in my condition. You know, I just don't want to die early. <laughs> you know, I want to live. And as long as I'm here on this earth, I am going to speak about what it is to live with pain and what it is to be a Texan, Latina, Mexicana, you know, like my grandchildren say, you know, who, what are you? (laughs) (laughs) We are going to go into our first sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages. sponsor of Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flower, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta 8, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. 
As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Gramps. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I'm joined this week by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. Man, we were just talking about doctors, and we have we actually have a bit on our little sponsor message, and I can't make that go away, and I'm not happy about that. <laughs> For those of you who are listening and not watching the video, I have a title that goes up on the top of our video, and it would not let me deselect it. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. nothing about not going away with Thrive. I love you guys, Thrive. You guys are awesome. Two yeah, thumbs up. Absolutely. If, if you did not know, Priscilla, they are sponsoring... They're a co-sponsor for our marijuana march in what, like about what, 10, 10 days, 10, 15 days, Chris? It's uh, like 10. Well, no, it's under 14. So about 13 days now. October 8th. They're one of the, the co-sponsors for that march. And then um, they, they, they offer, we, we affiliated with them because they're sponsoring with us. They all, anybody can actually affiliate with them to do uh, appointments. And it's a 15% off appointment code. So yeah. there's the veterans get their first one for free. And then anybody who winds up finding a code, such as like the one we have on our Texas Vet Co site. Right. And, we, and, and we've done what you were talking about. We've come up with like a list of steps to, to help people get prepared for an appointment. That way they get their medical records together. Especially veterans, because a lot of them don't realize that they can get their, their information directly from the VA online easily. Yeah. That that's amazing. That but, really no but no three hundred dollar appointments. More like under a hundred dollars an appointment. Yeah. Oh, great, great. Yes, it it makes a difference. I mean, when you have somebody that'll work with you or mm -hmm. a company, you know, that'll work with you as opposed to okay, this is what it is, and and so it, it's confusing sometimes. But at the same time, you know, it, it's all about education you know and letting yourself oh boy just i'm i'm you know i'm releasing myself out there you know to sure. tell people that you're not alone you know we're we're not alone and we shouldn't be and i find that we're not as many people that i speak to at these different you know little events that i do first fridays and stuff like that um it's really, really amazing to have people come up to you and just say, Priscilla, thank you. You know, thank you for, you know, letting your voice out. You know, thank you for letting people know or, you know, just 
just telling my story because it it's just one of those things that I had to do. I understand totally. Yeah. say everybody's got. So I don't want to say just a different story, but there's a different perspective. And something you were you were alluding to earlier is that when you find people who have a family member that's dealing with a similar issue and mm-hmm. they're looking for an answer and they've finally gotten to that point, I don't want to call it desperation, but that's really what it is, where they're like, I don't know what corner to turn to go get an answer and help myself. Yes. And sadly, in our state, it's becoming one of those things of that's the only thing left that seems to change minds on this topic. Yeah. Is that well, like it, it's not until it happens to them, and it's like yes, that's exactly what I was say. Unless it happens to you, or unless you're in pain for a toothache, or imagine that toothache lasting for years. Yeah. Uh, or you mm-hmm. know, but it's because my pain is stabbing, shooting. It's just you know, it's affecting my toes now because I have sciatica down both my legs. I have performance syndrome. I have a. Uh, the turnitis and bursitis on both my hips, you know. Yes, it's a struggle for me every day. But the nature that my grandmother gave us or that our family gave us is always a happy nature. You know, I could be crying on the inside, but I'm smiling on the outside, you know. But in a sense, it's one of those things that you have to speak up. I feel that I have to because I can't keep quiet anymore. I see more and more young people suffering too. You know, it's yeah. not, you know, it, it's, it shouldn't be like this. And how can we make that to where it's a positive thing for everyone involved? You know, yeah. how do I take it to Mr. Abbott? <laughs> and that's, that's something that I battled with for years before I even got into this was the, um, how do you make this a, a positive for all? And there are certain situations where there there's, there's going to be somebody who loses out mm-hmm. and we have to accept at times of like, there's, I don't want to call it a casualty. They're not a casualty, but they are almost like collateral damage to the answer. Um, there's somebody who's going to fall through the cracks. And the reality with this for once is that there isn't, anybody who loses out when we move this forward because there's just those who don't need it and they're not hurt by it because they don't need it. And there's those who need it and can get it and they can, and they're not hurting anybody else by doing this and using it for their medicine. Yeah. Yes. But it's like I was explaining it to somebody the other day. This is not like alcohol where I continue to drink, 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 and it's going to make me to where I cannot focus, function, whatever. You know, with me, with the gummies, I, I'm sorry, but I am a creative person and it enhances my creativity. Um, but it, it doesn't make any sense that, you know, any of this should be the way that it is. And I think that with the awareness that this is a medication, um, yes, of course, some people like to, you know, that's fine and dandy. But my thing was to educate the elderly people or, you know, that they think it's just, you know, hey, you know, but it's not. It's one of those things where, you know, you go to Colorado and you're sitting in the car waiting for your line and turn, you know, your turn in line. And you see this little old man get out of his car and uh, he gets out really slowly and he goes to the wife and he lets her out and they're walking to the dispensary and he says, come on, honey, we're going to go get our medicine. And it's like, oh, I'm next in line. (laughs) But, you know, it's those kind of things where it's like, let me do 
what I need to do for my body. You know, let me have others help me because so far I'm in the dark, you know, Uh, I'm in the dark. You know, I don't want to. It's just one of those things where people need to open their eyes. Open your eyes, Texas. We're coming, you know. (laughs) It's like you say, uh, you know, if, if nothing else, let's talk about the medical side of it. Yes. You know, number one. Their number one argument is, you know, well, we can't, we can't, we can't because, you know, then everybody's going to do it. Well, excuse me. Number one, first and foremost, anybody and everybody who wants to, no matter their age, race, ethnic group, religion, upbringing, et cetera, if they want to, they're going to or they already are, period. Or they already have and they've decided it wasn't the thing for them and they've moved on. So move away from that. Why? Because of that fear of something you're not stopping anyway. That's my number two point. Why? Because of that fear you're not stopping anyway. Do we have to keep it from those who need it and could benefit from it? It makes no sense. Yeah. I want to throw something in there. That is not a fear. I have been hearing that lately. They they, they say we fear this is going to happen. They don't really fear. It's not a fear. No, it's not a fear. Fear makes you, puts you in fight or flight mode. They're not doing either one of those. It's one of those things where, what do I have to do to change your mind? What do I have to tell you? What do we have to Give me the money. (laughs) Give me the money. You know, who do I have to speak to? You know, what do I have to do? You know, it's one of those things where I'm not walking into this blindly. You know, I'm walking into this with open eyes and open arms because- You know, I'll take anybody else who, you know, needs the comfort, you know, in order to move to the progression where we need to move. And that's for it to be on the ballot. I mean, I've seen all the percentages of how many Texans want it, how many don't. It's like, okay, put it to the test. You know, let's do it. But of course, I know that takes a lot of red paperwork, but we can turn that green. And takes about six years. And we don't do ballot initiative here in our state, unfortunately. They they would have to pass it through a supermajority, through both houses, both the House and the Senate. Governor sign it. Then it goes to a ballot. We vote on it. Then they get to decide how it's written and and what we get and what we don't get. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like baking. (laughs) It's like baking. I mean... They say you got to do the cooking by the books, but our legislature wants you to cook the books and give them the money. <laughs> well, you know, you can't have the whole pie and a piece of the other one, too, you know. You, well, I think <laughs> you can. Uh, well, I can. I, they say you can't have your cake and eat it, too. I buy two cakes. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Make sure you save me a piece. You know, it's, it's all about education. It's all about mm, opening your mind to something that's always been there. And you've labeled it differently. Well, guess what? Label it something else. May label it medical because yeah. it's a medical necessity in my point of view. And Un- yeah. unpopular opinion about with what you're 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 saying there is that um, a doctor was telling me recently that if you're in the medical program and these the the, the judges or whoever you go to court and they're like, well, you know, we're we, we, and this is a true fear that we fear you're going to be using this just to get high intoxicated and go out driving around. And then the medical program is the doctor's talking about if you're getting high, you're not using it right. 
You're, we need to move back your dose for that, that specific thing that's causing that for you. And then from there, the reality is, is if you keep going past what you're supposed to be going past, you're actually abusing it. And people are like, you can't abuse this. And it's like, if you don't use it the way you're supposed to use it to help yourself and your health, and you take it beyond that to a point where you're just, uh, yeah, it, that's your abuse. <laughs> well, your it shouldn't be a reason to get rid of it, but it's one of those things of, it's very nuanced in how we talk about this well, because it's not the traditional medicine that like you buy at Walgreens. No, but CBD you do. Mine does, and I wish they would. <laughs> well, my doctor's office sells it. My paint, my surgeon, my spine clinic sells it. They give you samples of the gummies and the CBD and the CBD because they know that it's coming. And my general doctor said, Priscilla, you you have to do whatever you have to do for your pain. And if there's all these lotions that I'm giving you that are not working, then you do what's best for you. You are the patient. You're the one that's sick. You're the one that's feeling this every day. And yeah. yes, it might come with a little, hey, but guess what? I, I'm medicating myself the way that I think I need to with already the medications that I take. It's too much, you know? Adding in some Norcos or some, you know, some Somas and all that. I'm sorry. I, I can't do that. You know, yeah, I, you're not the person I would say that employers, when they talk about, we fear this, we don't like this. And you're not the person no. who's going to about to go work a forklift. I can understand them going, Hey, we well, you know we're concerned about somebody who gets in a uh, state yeah. of mind and well, is going to go operate heavy machinery. I'm pretty sure Chris understands this very well, given yeah, the construction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause they don't let you, they don't let you have the other stuff either. It's not like you can go in there and be like, Oh, I was popping Vicodin before work and yeah, you're no. in my pain. No, yeah. you still, you can't do that either. Well, no, you can't show that you've taken it. You know, you, I mean, I've seen people fall asleep and I know that they've, just come from physical therapy and they're in a lot of pain but what do you do as long as they're productive and they do their work i i can't judge you know exactly yeah we're not here to judge each other we're here to lift each other up because if you stomp on a bug but i'm sorry if, if you do that enough it's gonna go down <laughs> We are going to go into our sponsor break here at the Lone Star Collective podcast. It is that time during the show. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. I am joined by co-host Gramps this week. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. We'll be right back after our sponsor messages where we'll have more discussion about our medical program and getting people active in Texas. Texas Cannabis Collective and the Lone Star Collective Podcast. Oak Cliff focuses on quality assurance with their hemp products while providing customer service to help you discover cannabinoids to meet your needs. Their product line includes hemp flour, pre-rolls, CBG tinctures, edibles, Delta Eat, and merch. For more information on their product's quality or to shop online today, visit oakcliffcultivators.com or contact them at info at oakcliffcultivators.com. 
Thrive Apothecary offers an experience truly unique from anything else in Texas, a full-service cannabis solution that is doctor-owned and offers customers every level of cannabis legally available in Texas. From traditional CBD products to emerging hemp-derived THC edibles, smokables, and now medical cannabis. As a licensed medical cannabis provider, prospective patients from anywhere in Texas can book a sponsored online eligibility consultation to determine if they qualify for a medical marijuana prescription from the comfort of their own home. Plus, for Texas veterans, the first prescription appointment is donated by Thrive. Visit thrivetx.com for more information. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast, the official podcast of Texas Cannabis Collective. Distributed on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and much more, to give Texans information regarding policy, industry, and culture. Here is this week's host, Jesse Williams and Gramps. Welcome back to the Lone Star Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week, I'm joined by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest is Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. How is everybody doing? Doing good. Doing fine. I'm sorry I ended up uh, with our la- my last word being a bug. <laughs> a bug, a.k.a. a roach. A roach is a bug, and I'd always welcome in a show about cannabis. I would say that if you step on one long enough, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> um, my thing is, I just stay out of the way. <laughs> but there, there's a lot going on, you know, with this March coming up. Um, I was really excited. I wanted to participate. But, of course, I can't. I'd have to be in a wheelchair. And it's too much. It's it's too much. But, of course, I pray for everybody that's going to be out there. Um I think it's going to be a wonderful event, and um, I wish everyone the best. I think that they need to hear us loudly. And if you can speak yeah. for me, great. Speak, Priscilla. <laughs> you know, we will manifest you at the at the event. I promise. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's going to be really neat, and I'm excited. You know, it, it's yeah. Awesome. You know, one of the things you I wanted to touch back a little bit. One of the yeah. things you you touched on. Uh, right before the break was uh, what your doctor said to you that you need to do what's best for you. If it means you've got to do this and you've got to do this much of it, you know, blah, blah, blah. That is the kind of thing that we've got to get the lawmakers to understand. We need to relieve the restrictions. It needs to be decisions based on how you're going to administer it and how you're going to, I mean, what, what type of, of product you're going to get. Yes. That needs to be decided upon by patients and doctors, not, not lawmakers. You know, yes. uh, that's one of the biggest things. I think one of the biggest hurdles we have facing us right now, that, and one of the biggest changes that we can bring about. And we've got doctors in our legislature that are all for it. And they mm-hmm. even, then this is a little bit interesting about, I see they're all for it. Even the ones that have this last session were like, because my senator, my or at least my former senator, I'm not going to be in her district anymore. Donna Campbell, 
in 2019, I, my letter to her was not about, oh, I'm, I'm a patient. I need this. My son is autistic. He needs that. It was, you are a doctor. And I believe that you and the position you're at and the party you're with and the politics you preach, that you would be the type of person who would not want the government telling her as a doctor how to treat her patients. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden she had a bill that was like, this needs, and was talking, this needs to be a doctor patient relationship. Mm -hmm. And that quickly went away when she got ready to go to the floor with it. And everybody had a word, including Lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick. And it became obvious, like my comment at the time was, I was like, they told her after she did that, they're like, yup, you fall on the sword for this one. You know, uh, we don't tolerate that. And then I got word through the grapevine. That's pretty much what happened because she had shown support and had that attitude that she had preached about with doctor patient relationship in her field. They went, nah, -uh, we not approved on the floor out in town. Yeah. Campaigning. Sure. Not in reality in our, our legislative session. Yeah. Well, people are still surprised when I tell them my surgeon has gummies. My surgeon has, you know, CBD gummies, has CBD lotions. And they're like, what? I'm like, yes, because they're giving me what it is that they feel that, I, you know, I need. And you know what? They're pretty good. They're, you know, they're not bad. They're pretty good. And they do help. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you guys wake up, wake up, because... Uh, Wake up. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet in this day and age with the uh, hemp-derived Delta 9 market mm -hmm. expanding and blowing up like it is, that it would not be too hard to find a doctor's office in Texas that has Delta 9 hemp-derived gummies on the shelf. Yes. Mine, mine had full-spectrum hemp oil, uh, Victory Medical, until uh, a parole officer <laughs> contacted them and was like, how dare you be allowing a doctor to prescribe an over-the-counter substance that has THC in it to people on parole? You are fueling the, the drug addiction crisis in this country. Oh, <laughs> and you're, you're not helping us clean the streets. And man, they had the best, this is the best classic reply they could ever give was he told this parole officer over the phone, you want to clean the streets? Come on down to victory Boulevard in Austin, Texas and get the homeless camp. That's near my office out of mm -hmm. here. Because when my patients leave, they have fruits and vegetables thrown at them. They have drinks thrown at them. The streets a mess. It's actually dirty. You want to clean the streets? Come on down here and take a look before you talk to me about cleaning the streets. And, yeah. then the, and then the overall owner of the facility said, you know what, get rid of most of those products on the shelf that have THC in them because we're not taking that risk anymore at this state. And, and that's sad because they're trying to help people, you know, and at the yeah. same time, they're, it's kind of like um, you're being judged and which is a thing. Yeah. I've seen a lot of my peers like step away from me, you know, or don't answer me. And it's like, it's okay. You know, um, you're not living my life. You know, you don't predict yeah. what it is that I have to do for me. You know, you, you just have to aware yourself and, and know that this is a medication. And if you don't accept it, I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing I could do for you. I can educate you and let you know that, Hey, it helps me. It could help you. I know you're in pain. It could help you. But if you don't accept it, I I don't know. I can't lead you to, I, you can't lead a horse to water unless there's something else special on the other side that you really want. 
Well, <laughs> I, 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 I'll say that a little differently. You can lead a horse to water all day long, but you can't make him drink. Well, you can. If there's something, you can if there's something on the other side that he wants. Yeah, True. that's what I was trying horse to drugs. <laughs> you, lead a, you can lead a horse to water, and it'll drink it if there's horse drugs in it. That's there a known fact. <laughs> so, so tell us, Priscilla, where? Tell us a little bit more about your your grinder line and and where people can find your products. That's something oh, I've been interested to hear about. Well, these are pretty cool, and like I said, I may I use vintage jewelry. I use vintage brooches, sequins. This was a bro broken necklace. And I think I've perfected my peaks pretty good. Um, these, I normally go to events, and I'll show it on the website, of events of where we're going to be at. Because like I said, my health really isn't too good. But um, we're looking at putting them on Instagram this week. And um, I've gotten some really good reviews from people because simply they can put it on their dresser and say look at my pretty little trinket it looks like a trinket that's what it looks like a trinket box but it's something that a lot of people will say oh i like this one because it has umbrellas you know oh i like this one because it's got a bear bear on it you know or, or i use uh old jewelry like stuff that we use for arts and crafts Mm -hmm. And there's this like you don't use this for necklaces anymore. <laughs> so I, I put them into the grinders and this is something that has been really a passion for me. You know, they're coming together on their own and people will say, well, how long does it take you to do them? Uh, 45 minutes to do four. So the prep time is what the kicker. <laughs> but um, yes, I also do necklaces as I have for the parent. I have to have for the child. And um, because they start looking at, oh, oh, no, no. I have to have something for the child, which I use a lot of the vintage brooches and jewelry and just things that the kids would like so that that way they have something else to look at. And of sure. course I make keychains, and that this is something I do to get out um, mm -hmm. because I don't get out much. And uh, this is something where I can release my expression and, you know, see people and talk to people. Cause like I said, I used to be out and talk to people. I used to be on great DSA. I've done, you know, many talk shows and things like that, but I have not been in this, how do I say it? I don't want to say limelight, in this light for a while because I've been battling for a while, yeah. you know? And my thing is to give something to a woman that's really precious, you know, for Christmas or, you know, for their birthday and say, here, we know you're in pain. And, you know, it came, you know, the CBD grinder, I labeled that on square and they said you're selling cbd and i said no it's a grinder made for it so <laughs> you know you get caught in the logistics of that yeah. we need how we know what you're putting how much percentage you're putting of the cbd and it's like it doesn't work that way for me <laughs> so yeah i pretty much you know use the website of vivid chica my instagram of vivid chica at vivid chica and uh TikTok and Lincoln and let people know what it is that I'm doing and what it is that I'm looking to fight to do, you know, it, bring it on, you know, <laughs> come on, Texas, jump aboard, show people Amen. in this can moment you, coming up. Can you put that grinder back up? I want to see, I'm going to give it full screen. I want to see how big that thing is. Oh, let's see. This is this is one right here. 
and it's got a some vintage pieces in it. This one right here. It's this has got a brooch that was broken, and uh, I took it. I need to move this way. And um, some of them are heavy, some are light. The scale on these is maybe four and a half. I like I like that because like I'm six foot five. If you uh -huh. don't remember when we were at the Hemping and Tex Hemping and mm -hmm. Texas Expo, I'm a big guy. I got I got monster hands. It's going to be great to have something. I'd be like, at. And, um, and, then, and then for all you ladies out there who you're like, my hands aren't big. Well, you can put it in your purse or a sock and you beat intruders with it as they come after you. Oh, it looks like it's got some weight on it. <laughs> the ones with turquoise, those are heavy. I'm like, oh, be careful with this one. <laughs> but, you know, the, it derived from, you know, the CBD, you know, and and. It, it'll grind your parsley just as well as it'll part it'll grind your pepper so it's a really cool different way of doing it instead of just being a plain resin it's kind of got a 3d effect you know with all these they're all different this one has a little knob on it all different use and i utilize I like I like how that one looks. That is that is that is me for some reason. I call this the party one. It's really light. There's some that are like extremely heavy. This one, of course, has Texas. You know, see the state of Texas in there. Of course, Texas in there. And um, this is what I do. I started something else, which I started my own uh, <laughs> loteria. And this one is is a toki el toki toki. Um, it's just something that I wanted to do for myself. And I don't know, a lot of it derived from just doing things. I took these lottery cards and I made keychains. This one's, of course, El Sapo, you know. So this is just sapo, something. Sapo, <laughs> this is just something that I do to clear the space in my head, to, you know, just declutter, you know, and really. Give keeps you busy and yeah. keeps your mind active. Yeah, you got it. You got yeah. it. You got you. Yeah. Well, plug your website one more time as we're going to wrap up this episode, Priscilla. Give everybody it's, your information again. It's vividchica.com. Also at vividchica via Instagram. I look forward to seeing you guys out there. Have a great day. Thank you for having me and God bless. We thank you for joining us. So thank you for joining us on the show. It was really great having fun, very fun time having you here. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. You ever need me, I'm here. <laughs> All righty. That is going to do it for episode 55. I'm your host, Jesse Williams. This week I'm joined by co-host Gramps. This week is episode 55. Our guest was Priscilla Mora of Vivid Chica. You can find more information at vividchica.com. That's going to do it for this week. Make sure you hit that like button and you subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. And if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can probably subscribe over there too. They give you a nice little notification every time one of our episodes comes out. That way you know what's going on, whether it's a Thursday or Monday, whenever we do an episode. So we hope everybody has a great week. We hope to see you at the Marijuana March and Freedom Festival, October 8th. And everybody have a wonderful week. Happy.